Welcome to Maker Skills, exploring your internal toolkit with PJ, Tanda, and Tom. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 84, special frog potting edition. That's right. Today is the official launch of a product that we've been hearing about for quite some time. Uh, Tom, uh, what skill class is frog potting? Uh, it's a three or or it's three zeros. I'm not sure. Uh, triple lot. I like that. Mm, yeah, triple lot. Yeah, triple lot. Tri yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that sounds about mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, yeah. it's it's time for a history and fun facts. Uh, Tom, what's your history and fun facts on uh, frog potting? Ooh, hard pass, BJ. You can't hard pass. It's your product. Well, I can do whatever I want. Not anymore. All right, all right. Well, history of frog potting? I don't even know. I've uh, <clears throat> let's we gotta go way back to like to like February. I changed my mind. Tanda, wait, what's your history on fun facts? February. <laughs> yeah, history of frog pod. Uh, actually, a couple of years ago, I made the puck pod, which was a hockey puck because I had a bucket full of old hockey pucks that I bought for real cheap with a bunch of other I don't even remember why or who. And uh, I drilled some holes and put some magnets in and drilled another hole and put a quarter 20 screw through it and screwed my GoPro to it. And um, my friend Brandon named it the Puck Pod, which was brilliant. And I made a stupid little 30 second video and put it on YouTube and nothing happened. Um, and then I used it for a long time, for a couple years. And then I, uh, I started the 100, the 100 Design Challenge, right? We've talked about that before. Um, and right around, yeah, PJ. Yeah, yeah, Tom, this is starting to sound a lot like personal history. You're supposed to be giving us frog pot history. If you don't have any frog pot history, I think we should just move on. I, that, this is, but the, um, uh, oh, yeah, man. okay, we're going to Tanda. You, Tanda, you like, you like bully Tom into frog pod history and then you just cut him off midway. Yeah, he, he doesn't know how to answer anything. Tanda, what, what research did you do on frog potting? Well, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Well, I'm not really Googling it. I'm kind of Googling it. You know, have you ever used the Wayback Machine? T T Tanda, can you stop texting me? That'd be it, great. Uh, yeah. For information. Oh, it, um, yeah. Have you heard of the Wayback Machine? You mean it on like Apple? It archives websites. Yeah. And so you can go back and look at, like, websites from wherever. Even if they don't exist anymore, then you can go oh. find them. And I didn't realize this, but I just came across a... Uh, a website and it says not to share it with people but it's basically the reverse you can look into the future at future Ooh. websites and so i went to that site and i started googling around and uh i i mean i found a whole a whole bunch of stuff so i'm just going to read this one um that just popped up and it says frog ponders find link to ancient sect using antique tool. And mm. so it and it's dated May it's dated May 3rd, 2751. Um so apparently these two guys I'll kind of summarize these two guys were out fro it says frog ponding. Wait a second, that's got a link. Let me click on it. Frog ponding. Okay, so apparently frog ponding frog ponding is a hobby where you take high strength fishing line 
and a specially made spinner with a quarter 20 nut on it and you attach it to a frog pod they don't even tell you what it is so frog pods like apparently so ubiquitous at the time that and you throw it into you know a small body of water to look for ancient artifacts or um or anything else that you might find um using using the magnetism of the frog pod i guess Mm, and lo and behold they pulled up what archaeologists claim was uh, a tool used by an ancient sect referred to as the Makers. And this was the Maker Knife. And oh, apparently yeah. there were only a certain number of them, so it's quite a thing to find, to find one of them. Um, wow. But they found an original Maker Knife. Um, and then the reason it's called Use Ancient Tool, apparently... According to this, the frog pod that they were using was not a modern-day frog pod. Of course, that would be like 2751 or whatever I said. It was actually an antique frog pod from one of the earliest um, runs of the frog pod. And they were able to date it because the neodymium magnets had lost 5% of of their force. And so that's how they put the date... (laughs) of this frog pod around like our time now. So it could be one that, that Tom is printing right now. And this article is about it. So that just kind of is mind bending. So that was, that was what I found, which was just, just pretty. Oh, look, there's a, there's a disambiguation as well. Um, So don't confuse frog ponding with frog pondering. Frog pondering is seeking out things to attach a frog pod to for no other reason than just <laughs> attaching a frog pod to them. That's called frog pondering. So that's a thing I apparently like in the future as well. So that's 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 what I found. The list goes on and on, but I'll, I'll I pass it on to PJ. That thing. That'd be yeah. cool. Tom, that's what actual research sounds like. Pay attention to Tanda. You know I'm no good at this segment. All I hear is excuses for you. Even when we do an entire show on your thing, it's just nothing but excuses, I swear to God. All right. <clears throat> I, of course, looked up frog pod superstitions, and I found a oh, website. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found a website called frogpodbeliever.com, okay? And I have here 10 superstitions about frog pod you didn't know, which I was kind of surprised myself. So, number one, in Ireland, it is believed that a frog pot attached to a wrought iron fence where clovers are growing will attract leprechauns to be caught on a GoPro. I mean, that sounds legit to me. That's how you get pictures of leprechauns. That seems... Yeah. I mean, that seems pretty reasonable to me. Right. Hmm? Okay. So, that was number... Test that one out. Uh, Number two. New Yorkers say frog pods are only good for yellow cabs, but if you remove one from a yellow cab while recording, you won't be able to hail a taxi for over a month. Ooh, that's yeah. devastating. Does it affect does it affect your Uber account? Uh, it didn't didn't mention Ubers. This is specifically a yellow cab thing, so I, I, oh, I can't I don't know. Well, you're probably you're probably fine then. Right. But, I mean, the, the obvious thing is turn it off before you take it off the cab. If you turn it off, you're fine. It says while recording. So Yeah, but if the cab is driving away and you have to grab it. Well, you just have I to mean, turn it off. You know, you have to run alongside, turn it off, make sure it's off. 
and then and then, and pull then grab off, it. maybe. Right. Yeah. Uh, it sounds very risky. Sounds it very is, risky. Well, these are superstitions. Risk is inherent, right? Uh, number three, if using a frog pod during a full moon, be sure to make a blood sacrifice on camera in order to avoid the wrath of selfie trolls. Does the camera need to be attached to a frog pod? It, it says using a frog pod during a full moon, so the camera would obviously be attached to the frog pod. You could just be using the frog pod for lighting. Uh, well, it didn't this say. Didn't say. Uh, I guess it could be either. But uh, in but fact, yeah. it's pretty strong. You could probably hang a goat from it. I mean, if yeah. it if it a was if it was me, I'd probably have a frog pot on the light and the camera just for you know for for safety. You wouldn't yeah. want to chance it, you know. Yeah, that makes Sel sense. Selfie trolls are nothing yeah. to mess with. Um, if you wear your frog pod as a bracelet, it will cure your arthritis. Oh, I didn't I know that. Did you did you see I Jessup's post today? No, that's, that's not a superstition. That's in FDA trials right now. Uh, well. She said it's. She, she put it on her wrist like that. She goes, "It's also kind of a snap bracelet." <laughs> Apparently, it's true because she has bad arthritis. She used to be a piano player, or a violinist, or just one of the musical people. I don't know. Uh, anyway, pretty uh, sure both. Yeah, yeah, those those things. Number five. Throwing your frog pot at full strength to magnet onto a surface may alter the Earth's rotation just a wee bit. It's very specific. Uh, I mean, it's, it doesn't sound wrong. I, I, I can't really disprove any of these things. Um, uh, number six. You certainly can't. No, you can't. Uh, number six. Uh, never lick your frog pod before eating or your food will get stuck in your throat. I mean, if you, maybe if it was like a high iron content, I could see that happening. Is there like is that like swimming? I mean, yeah. say you lick your frog pod, can you wait an hour and then it's okay to eat? At your own risk. I mean, because if you've ever licked your frog pod, some of us are want to do, uh, then can you ever eat again? I mean, there's got to be some kind of like statute of limitations. I mean, I wouldn't eat again until you get up from sleeping. You gotta let that pass out of your system. That's me personally. Oh, okay. I that's I, I, that's I what it. you have to do. You have to sleep and then yeah. it goes away. Okay. That's what that's that's me. That's that's yeah, what I would do. Made, All right. That makes sense. Number so, number seven. Dogs love frog pot. That's not a superstition. What the hell? Just I, I, this website's a little iffy. I don't even know if I. All right. Let's move on to number eight. Always okay. attach the frog pod with your right hand for a great shot. Using the left hand may tempt the frog god, and you may get left behind. You know, I've I've heard this one, and uh, what it leaves out is if you are left-handed, the opposite is true. Uh, that's another one. If you feel like chancing it, uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, slap at your own risk. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Number nine: Never install batteries on a frog pod. It doesn't use them. That's true. That's that's, that's just that's, that's just good advice. That's not even that, a superstition. That's actually just one of my FAQs. I don't. Yeah. I that it's number two, I believe. Lost in the mix. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, well, number ten and the last one. If you are ever lost at night and feel threatened, 
simply hold your frog pod out in front of you and yell frog pod loudly over and over. This amphibian holy chant will guarantee no one will ever approach you for fear of catching whatever it is you have. That sounds right, yeah. Some of these are just hard to believe. You've just entered the dealer's corner where bargains are currency. Prepare yourself. All right, so I got a short dealer's corner this week. This one just sort of fell into my lap, literally. Uh, I was I was in the middle eating dinner, and what a friend of the heavy? family. It it well, actually, it's very heavy, very very. I kind of tweaked my shoulder. Uh, I was eating dinner, and it was a knock at the door, and it was a friend of the family stopping by to drop something off. And he's in his 70s, and he said, Hey, do you know anybody that might be interested in eight-foot pipe wrenches? And I said, What? What? <laughs> he goes, Yeah, I got two eight-foot pipe wrenches. They're not easy to move. Do you know anybody that might want them? And I'm like, uh, man, you probably know uh, 100 I, people that would want them. I, I, I said, well, I, I might know one guy, but he, he's in Canada. I don't know if he'll take it. I said, I can ask. So, of course, I'm talking about hand tool rescue. Right. So I, I texted Eric pictures and I'm like, are you interested in this? And he's, he looks at it and he goes, I must have it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, OK, let me see. So I'm like, what's your price range? So he told me. And so then um, I, I call up the family friend and I'm like, what do you want for these? And he gives me a number and I'm like, all right, that's that's within the range. And so I go back to Eric and I'm like, how does this sound? He goes, that's doable. I said, all right. So we still have to work out the shipping, but I go to pick up, you know, I take cash. I go to pick them up. They are not eight feet. They are seven feet, one inch. Okay. Oh, return them. Oh, deal breaker. I know. I, I felt cheated. I and really now, is did. that with wait, the, wait, is wait, that wait, with wait, the wait. jaw are open? These adjustable? Yeah. These are not the typical monkey wrench. These are made by Vulcan. And if you've ever seen a Vulcan pipe clamp that mounts to a table, it has like a bicycle chain that goes over the top mm -hmm. and then you yeah. spin the thing and it tightens down. Well, this is like the reverse of that. That has like a V shape with like alligator teeth going up that the pipe sits in. On this one, it's a V-shape going outward, and the alligator teeth are on the outside, and the chain wraps it around, you know, it's a bar. It's just a giant bar. But the chain, like, the, the links are, like, the size of three of my fingers. Like, that's how thick they are. These things are the most massive. I don't even know what those, I call them bicycle chain links, but I don't know what the real name of them are. Right. Um, well, just like roller chain, gen generically. So roller chains. Yeah. Well, these yeah. these have never been used. Uh, they still have the bailing wire on it from when it was originally like you know put out for sale. And one of them still has the original burlap bag around the the head. And um, wow. I wish I wish the other one did too because these things are like if you took a shark and you flipped its teeth inside out and then you made it really heavy. Okay, that's what these things are. Like it tore the out of one of my tarps like it just ate it like it was cotton candy and when i was moving it around i'm thinking oh man it's got to be like 200 pounds at least for one right and 
I told this to my friend Kyle, and he's like, ah, it's probably 75 bucks, 75 pounds. You can't lift anything. And I'm like, yeah, all right, funny guy. So I ordered a crane scale, right? Because I didn't have a crane scale. So now I'm in the crane scale club and ordered on Amazon, and I weighed them. They're 131 pounds. Oh, my God. A piece. Are they identical? Each. Identical. They're identical. Okay. They are they are 4-inch to 18-inch pipe wrenches. So, oh, because you, you need a backup. You, you well, got to have them both because if you get onto a, like a big old piece of pipe and, and then you just start spinning the whole, the whole oil rig, you don't want that to happen. So you got to get a friend to get on the other side with the other one. And, that's true. Yeah. Um, so hold you back uh, a little. The, the story on these is, which I kind of cobbled together from my next door neighbor who gave me some information. Uh, the friend of the family, his dad was one of those people that, you know, he did a little time occasionally, you know, for getting caught doing things he shouldn't do. And he's the one that procured these wrenches from somewhere. We don't know exactly where, but they might have fallen off a steam engine somewhere. We're, we're not 100% sure, but it's been in the garage for over 70 or 80 years, okay? Um, that's That's... Yeah, it's a thing. That's that's how PJ got arrested for for smuggling uh, stolen wrenches into Canada. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's no video evidence, but they they might catch me. So um, I had to make a pallet for this to be shipped on because that's the only way that they'll pick it up. So I had to get two pallets and then spread them apart to make them the right length and then bridge them. So I I took a third pallet took that apart and then used the parts to actually make bridging pieces for all of the runners and the top and everything. Right. And all, all said and done, the entire thing is 315 pounds. So, and uh, I, I actually wow. ran out of pipe strapping. <clears throat> so I had to go today to buy more pipe strapping to strap them down because I have like four sets on each one, but I don't trust that. Right. <laughs> so, uh. so, so I went and I spent like another what three four bucks for more pipe strapping, and I'm like, yeah, this thing is it's gonna be rock solid. There's no way these things are gonna move on the way to Canada because I know those truckers, man. You can't trust anybody. So uh, <laughs> Eric arranged for transport through. Uh, if you ever seen the uh, the the freight trucks that say yellow on the back with black and orange yeah. logo, yeah. Oh, yeah. yep. That's who's they're coming to pick it up on Thursday. So that's it's right cool. now. It's in my driveway, covered with a tarp, looks like a giant dead body. But um, but yeah, that's it. I I've, I will probably never see these ever again. Like I've, I didn't, I didn't even know that Vulcan made pipe wrenches. I've only seen the vices. So, I'm assuming that Eric is probably the only person that will own a set of these. You know, that's cool. And that's it. That's my dealer's corner. That's cool. Very His cool. Easiest restoration ever. <laughs> They do need to be restored. Um, they're all rusty from sitting around. But dude, dude, these things are they're so so dangerous and heavy. Really dangerous. Were those deals hot enough for you? You got a sizzling deal that's burning a hole in your pocket? Send it in. Maybe we'll read it on air. All right. It's time for personal history. Tom, what's your personal history with uh, frog potting? <laughs> well, as long as you don't cut me off again. I'll, uh, I'll get through the rest of my story. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, me neither. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so after I got through like 30 designs of the 100 design challenge, 
I started, I kind of ran out of ideas because I did that so quickly. I did like, or I did like 35 in 35 days. I can't quite remember that now. And I kind of went on a one month hiatus where I didn't come up with anything, but that was also life stuff happening in there. And then I was like, well, let me just like, uh, let me just think of something, an old idea. And with these new, the new skill sets I have, let me just revisit them and see if I can do something better. So that's when the puck pod, I was like, oh, let me print that. Let me print a hockey puck, which is, which is really stupid once it's printed. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I printed a hockey puck. And now it's not even a hockey puck anymore. It just looks like a hockey puck. Um, so after, after that, I was like, well, let's make this better. Let's make it, you know, it didn't, it didn't grab onto things very well. It was okay. It definitely worked on my car, but that's a flat surface, uh, generally speaking. Uh, and I started putting legs on it. I made really, I made some really weird iterations. And then I got to like this spider thing and it was too many magnets. There was six on there and they all just kind of clapped together and it sucked. Uh, so I reduced it to three and I was like, oh, it needs to be stronger. So I put bigger magnets in it, yada, yada. And that's kind of where the frog pod came from. That's its evolution. I feel like evolution's an appropriate word when we're talking about frogs. And I mean, that's my personal history right there. I wish I remembered one detail. And maybe I haven't actually looked back in my Instagram stories for it, but I don't remember making a conscious decision to take the frog pod with a thing on it, slap it down on something, and scream, frog pod. Like, I don't remember that thought process. It just happened, and then that's really, that was really a big step in the direction of this could be a product. Um, and it, it was dumb luck. I'm so sorry. I wish I wish I was smarter than that, but it was just dumb luck that I kind of found this clever marketing thing that people love, and I don't know. I give myself all the credit. <laughs> Tom, that's that's uh, that's what we call an ADD moment. It's part of mental instability. Oh, sure. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. So it's uh, what does the mental instability? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was listening. Right, exactly. I mean, that's kind of it. And then, you know, Kickstarter and the rest is history, which we're going to talk about that part in the after show segment. Okay, all right. Well, that cool. I mean, that sounds like <clears throat> something that we're going to have to suffer through. Tanda, uh, what's your personal history <laughs> with frog potting? Well, I, I remember, you know, back uh, probably around the time that, uh, that Tom was building the frog pod, some of the first ones and uh and i remember him showing me one and i was like that's cool and that, that's pretty much that's pretty much my personal history with, i don't with remember yeah. tanda I, I i don't remember you saying that i'm I, I may not have i just i'm trying to get i'm trying to get credit no no i re, I, I remember i remember that tanda it was so cool because you were like that's cool and i was like uh-huh and it was good yeah yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I did say it. And, yeah. And I said, yeah, if you ever like make a whole bunch of those, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and you, PJ, what's your personal frog potting history? Apparently misremembering what you said. Well, 
That's because you have a memory like a frog-potted plant. You're not wrong. It's pretty bad. No, PJ, you have history. You have history. Oh wait! Oh wait! Did that's your... that's right. I I have a I've got the frog pod keychain, um, yeah. And, and it's and it's holding my um, my it's it well it's a that's a tape measure. It's holding a tape measure. That's that's. A, oh, it is. I thought it was holding your Chuck key. No, no, not it's, truck. it's not truck key, but Chuck key. It's got. It's, got, it's a, I have this little. It looks oh, like so a. Cute. It looks like a slate for for movies. I got this at an industry event. Yeah, the little and, and it's got movie clapper. Yeah, a little movie clapper, and it's just it's a little tiny tape measure. And uh, since I got the frog pod keychain, now it huh. stays uh, clicked to my uh, my desk has steel poles, and that's it does does it does it clap? Uh, you probably can't hear it, but it does it does click click. Oh, oh you, it does open up. Oh, oh, you mean the clapper? No, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that doesn't clap. They they cheat. You, ju- you just have to pull the tape measure out and then let it go back yeah. in. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's brilliant. You can let it zip in. That that makes a noise. Take, Not a big noise. Take though. one. I, I do ha- I do have a frog pod, an early frog pod. So I have some history. I used it a couple weeks ago at an event that I went and, and live streamed, and I put my webcam up with it. Did you really? Uh, yeah. I love that. Oh, that's that's, that's right. Um, I do have a full size frog pod that I meant to make a holder. To hold my iPad so that I don't have to have it stacked up on three novels like I do every week, um, and I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I actually, I think I need to ask Jacob Nose for not. Uh, well, next time I see him, I'll I'll ask him to bring his the frog pod I gave him because he got like he might have gotten like the first one I ever gave to anybody. That is possible, at least almost the first one. And I don't think I changed anything, but I think at some point I accidentally changed something. The chamfer. And, right? Yeah. Okay. I remember did you I talk talking about, about this. You, yeah. you mentioned you it at have one, one point. Yeah, you did say that you don't know when that went away. Do you have one on yours? Mm. Tanda? No. They're, looking. They're mine, looking. Mine doesn't have a chamfer. Mine's straight. Yeah, and I think what happened was I... Like accidentally used the wrong file that was on my 3D printer, and like I was like, okay, chamfer, chamfer on now. the chamfer on the top. No, on the inside, inside on the inside where the, the the little. No, it was significant. You would no, you're it, there's not one if you're looking that hard. Okay, so in here. Yeah, like there's yeah. a chamfer yeah, in there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, but you don't have a washer, do you? Uh. I don't now. I may have. At some I don't time. have a washer. I don't think on mine. I. But I don't think so. Yeah, I. You didn't. So mine wasn't even like, together. You sent me like bits and pieces so I could get measurements <laughs> for like making a mold potentially. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um. <clears throat> yeah, Jacob. Jacob's responsible for the washer, which was um, which was the only, which it's been the only. I, I, complaints the wrong word. Up, uh, upgrade. Um, the the quarter twenty bottoms out in some things without a washer. Yes. Yep. It, well, it bottoms out, but also if you over tighten it, it'll just over time stress the the opening. I think. Mm. Like the D ring digs in really hard. Gotcha. And you you can over tighten it because there's no positive stop, right? With the washer, there's a more positive stop, so you don't over tighten things. Yep. And um, that's the only like correction or critique or i don't know what to call it 
but it's been the only iteration that I've done not outside of what I've discovered. Right. I'll say. Yeah. From your first and, like um, V1.0. From the first. Yeah. Well, I've given out like 60 of them now. Yeah. Right. Which was valuable information. It was really cool that like everybody was really positive about it. And I'm, it gave me a lot of confidence in the product. I'll say it that way. Well, sucky darn, I think it's time for one of them old-timey commercial energy lubes and stuff. Hi, this is Tom from FrogPod, a vendor of Johnson's. Do you keep sticking your FrogPod to things only to see it drop to the floor? Do things like aluminum and brass confuse you? Well, here at Johnson's, we've got the solution. The PodPal. The PodPal will verify if a surface is compatible with your FrogPod. Just place it on a surface, and if it stays, you're good for days. The PodPal conveniently stores on the back of any of the FrogPod magnets. Please be advised, do not swallow. Not for use with toads. Batteries not included. You can find the PodPal in our refrigerator aisle next to the magnets. On sale this week for $5.67. For more PodPal information, visit patreon.com forward slash makerskills. What the heck, Nabbit? I need to get me one of them. Anyone know what street Patreon is on? I need to go. It's time for crossbreeding. Tom, what skill goes yeah. well with frog potting? Uh, frog pod removaling. I'll explain. If you need me to explain, I can explain. I, I, I'm more shocked than needing an explanation. I'm just going to skip you. Tanda, well, what, what skill uh, goes well with podcasts? With, I'm so flustered. I can't even believe he gave me that answer. What goes well with frog well, potting? Uh, PJ, I can help you. Uh, no, no, this is important. I, Hold on. So the biggest thing I see people struggle with with the frog pod is removing the, the frog pod from things. Okay? Putting it on is cake. That's easy. It slaps onto freaking anything. Well, that's ferrous metal. But removing it, everyone is so, like, cautious. They're cautious. They go, they touch it, they grab it, and they're like, it, they feel like they're going to break it. And then I just reach over, I grab it, and I aggressively rip it off of whatever surface it's on. And they're like, oh, okay. So it's a skill, and it's, it's only a number one skill, but it's a skill. Okay, so basically they just need to treat it like a Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, rip it off. Or 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 like that tape if you've kidnapped somebody, you just rip it off real quick. Yeah, let's go with band-aid. That's a good idea. Tanda, what skill goes well with frog potting? Well, I'm going to I I was going to say videography, but that that was kind of obvious. So I think I'm going to say frog casting. But is that when you're fishing with frogs? No, no, that's just that that's just tossing tossing frog pods. Oh, frog casting. Frog casting. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I need to make a video of this. Mm. Mm. That's a great name. That sounds a lot catchier than my answer. It's I mean, listen, they're strong, but they're not going to drag a bike out of a dirty river. But a clean river, you've got a chance with a small <laughs> you've bike. You've got a chance. <laughs> like a canal. They would. They a would definitely. You could definitely one hundred percent lift a bike with a frog pod. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. I, I think you steel, can. Yeah. A steel bike. Well, yeah. You're not going to lift if an they aluminum were wrapped, bike. If, well, you could because you, you could grab a sprocket. 
Yeah, if they if the pipe if the bike po pole posts whatever frame is uh, small enough, you could get those magnets to wrap a little bit. You could definitely lift the bike. You're right, hmm. but not a fiberglass bike. Oh no, that'd be easier. Or in a loop. Well, that's not how magnets no, work. No, nobody well, no, makes but fiberglass you just grab, bikes. You grab Tom. something else on the bike that's metal. You grab the handlebars. Unless the bike is entirely fiberglass. Nobody yeah, makes fiberglass bikes. In including the cassettes. Carbon fiber. Same thing. Anyway, Carbon fiber is not fiberglass. It's fiber. Oh it's carbon God. fiber. It's carbon fiberglass. That's like saying asbestos <laughs> is fiber. It is fiber. That's my well, point. It is fiber. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I didn't follow that at all. What? PJ, crossbreeding. What you got? Hard pass. Son of a. Oh, I'm sick and tired of all this bull pocket. So we asked Tom what he wanted to talk about. And he said he was sick and tired of everybody complaining about how long it took to get the Kickstarter going. And now he's here to tell us about that very thing. Right, Tom? Is that me? Is that me? No, the other Tom. Oh, good. Because I wasn't complaining. Everyone's been wonderful. We were, we were all pretty much just sick and tired of, of hearing Tom say he was going to do a Kickstarter. That's what it was really about. Someday. That's, 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 what, that's, that's what, what we were really tired of. We were sick and tired of Tom lying about weeks instead of months, and then it turns into months. and then, yeah. yeah. But, but that's all that's over now. That's what we're now. sick and tired of. And it's uh, been four it years. Is, it's live. It's live. And when you're listening to this, you're late. <clears throat> it's been three days. Four days? I can't do That's true. Even if, even if you went on, say, a couple hours after it started, you're late. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. the That's true. limited things uh, sold out. I I will do a little research about extending the limited things if I can. Like I know I can, but I ha there's a lot of that goes into that decision and how to do that kind of fairly. You know, like I want to reward the people that were here today, right? But I can't do that. Because the people that are here in a week will get that opportunity too, so I'll figure it out. I want to be fair. Yeah. If you, I can extend any you, of those, you don't have that would to. Cool. I mean, you know, yeah. I, you, if somebody wanted to support you more, they just buy five of them. Hey, and they have, I, and it's been crazy. I saw the early bird thing, and I said, you know what? Let somebody else get the early bird. I'm gonna pay full price. I am number one sixty four, and I paid. I didn't get the early bird. I paid oh, did full it tell you a number? No, it just said you've been backed by 163 people, and I was the next one. So, uh, Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I didn't I, know if it was giving numbers out. I, maybe you know, it I kinda, does. I kind of had know. the same thought, PJ. I, my thought was, uh, um, like, if, if I just were to back Tom, you know, just, just like, put some, something in to show that I'm supporting the effort... Then that Even leaves a, a slot open for someone else, you know, to get the the early bird thing or whatever. I mean, it was too late. I'd already I'd already bought it, but uh, but I missed out on the uh, the uh, frog whatever it is. Oh, frog star general. Frog star general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I, uh, that's the category but I, I want to extend. Yeah, but that's because that's cool. But you could do well, the other here, some of the things though, you get for not, it. Yeah, it's not a 
crazy deal um, that like someone that like the only people that are going to get that are the ones that truly want to support me and like the dog tags is kind of a cool memento and I feel like if I extended that category it wouldn't be exploited it would just be like like you you know and uh, Glenn Lickers I just talked to he's like oh I got to it late I'm sorry man uh, he doesn't have to be sorry and um, he would have done that one you know but instead he just bought stuff like he just bought basically yeah, what was in which that is, yeah which is um, kind of the same thing yeah so that category I kind of want to extend because I feel like that's like a category of like core my core people and that's cool I got a complaint I got a complaint oh great yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got to move on to the next segment. I'm no, sorry. Yeah, we're not like moving we're on. Out, I want to know why there was no option for a blue frog pod. Oh, uh, I think um, that's because because uh, Tom told you there there'd never be an option for a blue, that, blue frog pod. He said that publicly. That's not what he it's said Jocko. behind the scenes. <laughs> it's Jocko's fault. I uh, uh, this is I should not talk about this yet, but. It's all right. Only Seth Williams and my mom will hear this episode. So, um, <clears throat> I I made colors. I made a bunch of colors. And I'll let you all blame Jocko for this, but Jocko told me, he goes, no, green is your branding. Like, that's the Frog Pod brand. And he's absolutely right. No, he like is. It's, he is. If I had... Yeah. Yeah, he is. If I had a bunch of colors, it would look very confusing from a brand perspective. Now, here's here's my, like, all, all good advice like that has its limits, right? And the limit for that advice is if Walmart wants blue frog pods, Walmart gets blue frog pods. Okay, so I'm Walmart. I don't care if it's December. My keychain of frog pod better be blue. That's all I'm saying. You might be Walmart Jeff, but you are not Walmart. <laughs> Anyone gets that reference, send me a text. The uh, Yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, it could be like a limited edition thing or whatever. Or if you do another, like if you do another um, crowdsource thing afterwards or some, yeah. somewhere down the line maybe you know there could be a few like limited edition ones or something yeah that, i did that think about that color so and pj so the, if he the, hurries the, can get in on those but if he yeah. snoozes then i'm gonna buy them all i did want so i did want to do if i did anything i wanted to do black and nobody wants a black frog yeah, yeah but if you're but if all, you're on it, set and yeah, you, you don't want a lime for green cameras thing. camera gear yeah. Right. So I wanted to do black, but black TPU looks awful. Apparently, the fact that it's uh, translucent makes it look really cool. And the black filament is not translucent. Um, and it looks, it's really bad. Like, it's its really bad. Um, so I'll revisit that sometime. But um, actually, think about it now, it just might have been wet. So I might need to put it in the de hydrator for a little while well you I'll just you just theory. need to come out with the frog frock you know what doesn't it's look a, bad a frog frock it's a little it's a little black uh, the, coat uh, excuse you frog frock pj you're gonna have to you're gonna have to mute it's, uh, bleep yeah, that frog frog frock it, uh, it's just a little black coat you can put on your frog pod when you're filming oh fro got it frock i misheard yeah. you yeah 
Yeah. yeah. You know what? You shouldn't it's have easily misheard. Mistaken. What what wasn't what doesn't look bad is blue TPU. That looks awesome because I have some. It does look it does look pretty good. So so I don't care brand. I don't care every other one can be green. Mine's blue. I, I don't care if I get it next year. Does that mean I want mine in blue? Just saying. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll make sure you're last. Yeah, I'd be dead last. I don't care. Just <laughs> I, I want to. I, I don't like I said. I, if I get it in twenty seven fifty two, as long as it's blue, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love it. Um, I feel like, uh, oh, no, that has nothing to do with the frog pod. Never mind. I'll, I'll bring that up later. <clears throat> I had some 3D printing stuff, but I'll do that short and sweet. So, um, so is was there anything else Kickstarter-related that you wanted to say, Tom? Uh, Kickstarter, well, yeah, I like thank you to the maker community. Uh, I said this on my stories today, but the whole the whole like goal or the reason to do Kickstarter is for the Kickstarter community to purchase it, the Kickstarter following their their customer base. But in order to get that, you need to make a splash. Right, you have to and kind of maker achieve community a, can create that yeah. critical mass that gets it exactly. noticed. So I the way I said it on my stories is I. My goal is to leverage the maker community, which I am a part of, to make that splash. But the way I'll say it here is I want to exploit every relationship I've ever made in the maker community to make that <laughs> splash. Because that is the honest truth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and you, you all came out every, every, It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody, you know, understands the, the give and take. I mean, you, you'll go to an event or you go do something and someone will put you up for the night or, you know, there's, there's everyone understands right. that. I'm going to call it out since no one else is going to say it. Tom, your marketing by teasing everyone for months was brilliant. They they As soon as it dropped, everybody just pounced on it because they've been waiting for so right. long. So yeah, that was genius level thinking. The first, <laughs> all right, I know you're joking, but the first half of that, the first half of the time it took to do this was completely intentional. No, I, this is a secret. I don't think I've shared this. Oh, you should say Maybe that. Maybe I've shared this once. Um, I, I made the frog pot and I posted it on my website. Do you remember this? Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. I actually listed it for sale. Yeah. For someone to buy. Yeah. And after an entire day, no one bought it. And in that amount of time, A.J. Huff told me that would make a good Kickstarter program and basically said, but you're not allowed to sell it before you do Kickstarter. So I took it down and no one bought any. And it was only $12 back then. I'm just kidding about that part. But <laughs> inflation's a <laughs> inflation. <laughs> well, no, and totally that, that's a Kickstarter that thing, too. I mean, you know that you're you're supporting someone and getting something off the ground, not paying what you would pay for it at Walmart, you know? I no, mean, not, it's definitely not the Walmart price, but I gave a lot of thought to that price and here's where it comes from. And, and I'm actually surprised that no one has, no one's given me any indication that it's priced too high. Like no one's mm -hmm. scoffed at it. Maybe people looked at it and they're like, yeah, I don't want it that much. And that's fine. That's okay. But the GoPro accessories at Best Buy are all $40. Right. 
All of them. The suction cup, the bike mount, they're all 40 bucks. No, I think and it's, it's a, a premium product. It's a good spot. And I, yeah, and, and at the moment, I do have a premium product like those, but I'm including all of the accessories with it for that price point. Right. And I think, I think that's really good value. I truly do. Um, you know, I was playing with, with anywhere up to $50, and I'm like, I don't... Like yeah, I if just people, if people go it. out there and start trying to hunt all of that up individually, I mean, it, it gives enough for a person to go to, to justify it easily. Yeah. I mean, a so, person looking right. at it goes, eh, if I were to go and hunt all those up and wait for them to come in, order them separately from Amazon, you know, this is a, this is a good deal. It is. Right. So, yeah. Tom, there's there's a thing. Um, there's a proper price point for certain things. And people expect, uh -huh. like, in other words... If you're selling this for $5, there's going to be people that are going to be suspicious as to why it's so cheap, okay? They're going to be like, this, yep. this shouldn't be $5. And I'll give you, there's this a real quick story, but this is a true story. Uh, back when I was a custom jeweler, I had a friend of mine who, uh, you could go to jewelry shows, and this, you can do this now. Uh, you can go to pearl dealers, and they have two or three tables full of pearls. You could buy a strand of pearls for $10. And the problem yeah. is, when you buy them, they're not on a necklace strand they're just on like a string and you have to strand them yourself which is a process and you need to put a clasp on so he was doing that he was going and buying these you know a-grade pearls freshwater pearls stranding them and then he went to all these business buildings and he was trying to sell them for 80 dollars a strand and no one would buy them and i'm, I'm like he came back to me because like, i don't understand I'm like, what are you doing? And he told me. And I'm like, dude, that's way too cheap. Everybody thinks there's, they're fake or there's something wrong with them. I said, sell them for $400 a strand. So he waited yep. and went back to the same buildings a month or two later and did, the, did that. He priced them at $400, sold all of them. If they're not the right price point, people are suspicious. They expect to pay a certain amount for a specific type of thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if this... Well, first of all, it couldn't really be much cheaper. But if it was twenty bucks, I would I would think it was a cheap like throwaway thing that's gonna break right. pretty quickly. And right. it's not. Like you can't break this thing unintentionally even a little bit. Um, yeah. So I think I think you're absolutely right. And I think fortunately the price point and the product that I've created match very well and i think the value is pretty high yeah you you found a sweet spot uh you probably could yeah. have gone up like another ten dollars that would have been like borderline people getting annoyed but people would have paid it still right but that where right. you have it now is where it should be all right it's time for short and sweet tommy got anything to wrap up the show i do i do Thank you, maker community. I know I already said it, but thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You, you, you <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> no, really, thank you. Uh, for the record, Seth Williams, one of our very own Patreon members, was the first to purchase a frog pod, and uh, followed by Johnny Law and Dave Bauer. And I can't remember the rest. But those were the top three or first three. I don't want to give them too much credit. Those are the, those three. were the three guys that had the least going so they could sit there and wait for it to open up. 
<laughs> no, I think they took the day off from work. I'm not sure. You know, I looked. I looked uh, um, earlier in the day, and I, and uh-huh. I just couldn't find it. It wasn't coming up. Like the, the notice oh, no. or the thing in the email or whatever wasn't coming up. And I think maybe I looked just a little before it launched, um, and then I just didn't have didn't have a break until you know like two two thirty our time. Oh, when I went to man. when I went to lunch, which was which was perfectly fine. I was just gonna, you know, I was gonna fund it no matter what, you know. Yeah. So it was like it was no big deal, and and I did get yeah. into the that second tier thing, but uh, yeah, for short and sweet, I just like to say that at today I went out on Kickstarter, and uh, and they have portable toothbrush sanitizers, and I thought, huh, that's what? interesting. So shout out to whoever's making portable toothbrush sanitizers tablets did you did you back that also no it's ridiculous i, I just i <laughs> use the same toothbrush for, for months and months and months yeah, it's, oh, yeah. yeah it's, i didn't who needs to sanitize their toothbrush i'm not putting it in anybody else's mouth tanda i almost got caught too uh, not with the toothbrush sanitizer but right below when i when i sponsored tom uh they had a thing there that said hot and cold portable lunchbox and i'm like Wait a minute! Did somebody steal my idea? Because I had an idea that I told no one about uh, to make a hot cold picnic basket years ago. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I think we might have talked about it. But um, anyway, this is. Are wait, you saying we're nobodies? Yes, that's exact. That's I'm including myself in that. None of us are famous. <laughs> Nobody knows who we are. Anyway, uh, the lunchbox thing is like the size of like a kid's shoebox. Like it's tiny. And they they make a big deal about the fact that it's got a battery. You could charge your phone. Uh, it'll keep things hot to some degree and cool to some degree. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to remember. I think it was like, um, I don't even remember how much it was. But I looked at the price and I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not buying that for that much money. That was ridiculous. <laughs> For like like for for the money that they were asking, it should have been twice the size. Like that was my my immediate impression was like if it was bigger, I'd pay that. But for that, this that thing, would be a good uh, useless device. Have a little like a little like Peltier device with a handle on it. Yeah, they have kind of indentations on on both sides for a can, and you can put a can of Coke on one side and a can of soup on the other side. There you go. And then, you know, then when you get to work or wherever, you just, uh, you know, flip on the battery for a little bit and your Coke gets cold and your soup gets hot. And, yeah. That was my idea for the lunchbox was to use a Peltier to where right. the top was the hot side and the bottom was the cool side. So everything that you wanted to be chilled, like your drinks or whatever, would be on the bottom. And then the hot side heat rises with everything else would be on the top. So you'd have hot and cold at the same time. Because you want a hot meal with cold drinks, right? right? That's what everybody wants. That's what I'm saying. You just need to scale it down so it's practical to where it's just like one can of one thing and one can of another. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, my short and sweet, uh, I had two things. One thing, uh, which I'm going to tease you, you guys know about. I ordered something, and it's on the way. It should be here Monday. Super pumped because I kind of mentioned it a couple episodes back, but I didn't give you guys the update. There's special features. So I will tease that. The second thing, which I was going to mention when we were talking about Kickstarter stuff, is 
I can't remember if this is a Kickstarter or just not for sale yet, but I am on the email list. There is somebody that is making, I think it's called a nebulizer, but it is for polishing PLA 3D prints. It's a thing where you put mm. the print in there and it like hits it with a bunch of mist and then it comes out looking shiny and like all the lines gone. Like everything is smooth. And I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. How much is this? 150 bucks. I'm like, oh yeah, give me three of them. Like that's that's good value. If it take all the, if it smooth everything out on all my prints, make everything look better, 150 bucks is well worth the money. So I'm, I'm waiting for that cool. to to come out to be available to purchase um so that's that's a thing and that i think i saw that just a couple days ago and i haven't had any updates on it but um but there's a 3d printing kickstartery related thing um and i don't yeah. remember the actual name but i think nebulizer was in the title Are they using acetone i mean people used to do that which is be. like highly flammable and like but people you know, like in china they would just have a room people would be in there with hazmat suits on with these things making vaporized i think it was vaporized um with heat well uh, this thing acetone to it, polish 3d prints which it looks like, like this, a little ultrasonic cleaner it, it's yeah. just it's a stainless steel box with a lid um and you know it makes mist i don't know if it's acetone or what it is but there's some something in there some kind of liquid hmm. that you have to Interesting. you know some chemical, um, which if it's acetone, perfectly fine with me. You know, I don't mind blowing a few things up. Um, however, now we have gotten to our section for Patreon members, and we have a new patron. Uh, please welcome Logan from Pillage Then Burn on Instagram. Logan. Came in at the beginner Thanks, skill man. level. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Logan. Appreciate it. And as always, I want to thank our top Patreon supporters, our very own Tanda and Creator Nader. Uh, you too can be a top Patreon member. If you go to patreon.com and pledge $10 or more. So that's, that's like $250 an episode. Because that's by the month, not by the episode. Anyway, we are about to go to the secret segment where Tom is going to tell us more dirty secrets about the frog pod that no one else has ever heard. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so all you guys that aren't patrons, you're missing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maker Skills. If you should need more skill information, you can find us on Instagram at maker.skills. You can also email us at makerskillspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at PJ Galati, son of the junk hunter, on Instagram and YouTube. You can find Tanda at Tanda Madison on Instagram, and you can find Tom at Infinite Craftsman on Instagram. We welcome any comments. Please leave us five-star reviews on Apple so that we can make more skill madness come your way. See you next time.